Hey everybody, welcome to this month's Metal Misconduct. It's Brian Slagle from Metal Blade Records here, and as always, our buddy Sean Rourke from the NHL. Hey guys, it's a pleasure to be here as usual. How, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, enjoying the last phase of summer and uh, seeing a couple of good shows and uh, trying to stay busy before uh, everything gets busy with the fall, everybody going back to school, including my kids, and uh, getting back to the drudgery, so to speak. So now, are you excited for football? I am. Very excited for football. Huge Patriot fan, as we've discussed before with Jim Florentine on this, uh, in this space, as we would say in our business. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, it's going to be an interesting year for them. I think they're at the end of their rope, so to speak, uh, as far as their window of opportunity with Brady and guys like that. And uh, I think, uh, hopefully, that they're going to be pretty good. They're playing the... Well, while we're talking about this, they're playing their last preseason game tonight against the Giants. And I was going to go, but it was going to bring back way too many bad memories <laughs> for me from last year. So even the lure of bringing my son for the first time, he's seven, was not enough to uh, compensate for the psychological scars that would be reopened. So we skipped it. Yeah, I think being a Patriot fan and going to a game in New York is not really the best idea. See, I love it. I've been here almost 20 years now, and uh, the Giants not so much. They're, they're a pretty docile crowd. I went uh, last time the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I went to that New Year's Eve game where they almost beat the Patriots to knock them out of the uh, away from a perfect regular season, and the Patriots won in like the last minute. It was like a 48-41 shootout. It was a crazy game, and I sat right at the 50-yard line, and nobody bothered me, and it was great. Now, the Jets, that's a different story. But I love, there's nothing I love more than going to a Jet game against the Patriots and being completely, you know, for my team and just because they've been so bad for so long and the Patriots break their heart almost every year. It's it, it's one of the true pleasures in life. Unfortunately, I haven't done it in a long time. Now, now. So, you're telling, so you're telling me that the Giant fans are much more docile than the Jets fans? Is that what you're saying? I am. They're two completely different crowds in New York. Um, one is a very um, old school, tickets have been handed down for years, um, very into it, and the, the jet crowds tend to be more of a blue-collar, um, rowdy type of, almost like a frat party type of crowd. And uh, there, there's a definite difference when you go, especially as a visiting fan. Interesting. So, yeah, I think that, you know, like you say, the Patriots are probably getting towards the end of their run. I think they'll still be pretty good. That division, though, is terrible. I mean, Miami, I hate to say it because I have friends that work for the Dolphins, but they look like they might have a really bad season. And the Jets are uh, a drama I guess is probably the best way to describe it. They still haven't scored a touchdown in preseason yet. Yeah, no, they're a complete. They've been, at least so far, they've been a complete dumb show. Yeah, so that's a mess. The The Bills are the Buffalo Bills, which means that they're going to be 7, 9, 8, and 8, 9, and 7, something like that. And then the Patriots. So that, that division, which used to be a tough division, is now not really so tough anymore. Yeah, you know, the Jets, I think, will be their biggest uh, their biggest foe, and, and I don't—I honestly don't know what they're going to do. You would think that they would be pretty good this year, 
But, uh, I mean, they have a huge problem at quarterback. Uh, Sanchez hasn't been as good as everybody thought he was going to be. And, you know, they brought Tebow in, and he's not a good quarterback. He's a good player, I think. You know, I think he can do some certain things. And, you know, they've kind of hid what he can do because they won't run the wildcat before the season starts because they want to keep it a secret, um, which is true. You know, if you can even just win one game because guys don't know what you're going to do, that could be the difference between going to the playoffs or not. So I kind of agree with that. But, you know what, they tend to blow themselves up every year. I mean, Rex Ryan always says something, and, you know, they've been on the back page every day here in New York and you almost forget that the Giants were Super Bowl champions they've just kind of gone about their business that's why as painful as it was that the Patriots lost to the Giants last year I couldn't even be that mad because they're such a good organization like they're just they're professional you know and that's if you're going to lose to somebody you want to lose to another professional organization you don't want to lose to you know some guy who you're afraid is going to moonwalk across the 50 yard line when he finally does something Wow, that's some pretty heavy stuff there. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, kind of the dynamic is is changing in sports a little bit now where we used to have the the dynasties. And I, I mean, in football, there's still, look, there's only realistically probably eight to ten teams that could win the Super Bowl. But if you look at the Giants, who really had a pretty mediocre season and they had so many injuries early on, and then they actually were able to turn it on towards the end and win the Super Bowl. And we had the same thing in hockey, where the Kings had a very mediocre season and they turned it on at the end and won the Stanley Cup. So it's almost like you don't want to... I, I almost think if you're a fan of a team, you almost don't want your team to come out and play really well early in the season. You want them peaking at the end, right? Yeah, I mean, that's when things are important, but you don't really want to you don't want to broadcast that because then why should people go see her early in the season? So, uh, you know, it's kind of that fine line you have to walk um, between the two. Yeah, it uh, should be interesting. You know, I think the one team, that, like if people ask me, like, you know, who do you think? I mean, my, I'm a Bronco fan, so I'm just happy that Peyton Manning's there. We'll see how good he's going to be. I mean, that again, that's a division that, is not very great either. So you you figure if Manning's even eighty percent of what he used to be, the Broncos hopefully will win that. But I think my dark horse for the Super Bowl, and you you tell me if I'm crazy, but I well I don't think I'm crazy anymore because it seems like everybody's picking this team. But the Carolina Panthers seem to be kind of the dark horse this year. I think. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's crazy because uh, everybody's always said that you know. That, that they would never win, you know. It's been it's been an organization that's kind of, you know, kind of sputtered for a long time, and it seems like they just kind of put things together, you know, pretty quickly in the last couple of years. And then, you know, they have a quarterback that's unlike almost any other quarterback in the league. I mean, he's kind of like a, a Michael Vick in his prime, I guess. Um, but uh, it's hard to play against a guy like that because you never you never get to do it. It's kind of like in college when you play against the option, you know, it's not something that you see all the time now with all these pro sets and an option team seem to do well because defenders forget how to, how to play fundamental defense because they've become so specialized. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about Newton too, I mean, I was not a huge fan of his coming out of college, but last year he showed me a lot. Even, you know, I watched a couple of the preseason games this year. And the thing about him is not only is he obviously a great runner, but he's a good throwing quarterback. I mean, he can sit back there and really throw it accurately and seems, you know, 
everybody around the team also seems to feel that you know he's really caught on to the offense and has you know got that kind of football sense that you really need to have. He, you know, I guess we'll see it sophomore season. You'll see how how it is, but certainly in the preseason, he's looked awfully good. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Like it takes a while, you know, to to learn the offense and to to become able to run an NFL offense, you know, like everybody thinks that Tom Brady was so great when he came in, but he had a couple of years to learn. And and now they're not giving guys that, you know, like I look at Mark Sanchez and he was a good quarterback at USC. He had good fundamentals. He could do some things. And then they, you know, they, they put him in and and they said, here, it's your team and and you go nuts. And he was just overwhelmed by the moment and he's never recovered. And I, I, you know, I don't think his confidence has ever recovered. And Cam Newton's kind of not the same way. You know, he, he had some success in his first year and, and, you know, was accepted right away. He's obviously not under the same glare that, that Mark Sanchez is here. And every utterance that he makes isn't turned into back page news. And if he suns himself in Central Park with a shirt off, it's not, you know, the back page headline. Um, you know, so he, he's been able to kind of grow up without the same kind of scrutiny. But, you know, now he's at a point where, where big things are expected of him. And, and the difference is he can do two things really well. You know, you, you look at some guys that can run in this league and they can't really pass anymore. And you can kind of play him that way. And I don't think you can do that with Newton. Well, we love doing predictions on this show. And sadly, as we saw last year, my hockey predictions were horrible. Now, the year before... I, I was spot on. Last year I was horrible. So I think we should make some football predictions. So who are the two teams that will be playing in the Super Bowl in beautiful New Orleans, Louisiana in February? Sean, Rourke. Well, well first, uh, all, all uh, good thoughts and prayers go out to that whole region again in New Orleans. They're, they're getting battered again, and I, you know. It's right on the anniversary almost when, when Isaac came and, and you got to hope everybody pulls through that okay. But uh, when, when they do play the Super Bowl there, you know, I, I, I think it, it, in the AFC, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay loyal to my team. I think the Patriots are still a team that can, that can win. I think any time that you have Tom Brady, you got a pretty good chance. And uh, if they can find some, uh, some defensive solutions, I think they'll be, they'll be okay. And that's supposedly Bill Belichick's uh, bread and butter, although he hasn't really done that the last two years, but some of it's been uh, the players that he's had. So we'll see what happens there, but I'm going to see the Patriots, and then, uh, you know, in the NFC, that's uh, I don't follow that one quite as closely, so that's a tough one. Um, but I'm going to say it's going to be a battle of uh, two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and I'm going to say Green Bay goes to Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay in New, in New England. That's like that's such an. That's easy. That's vanilla. That's not. You're just so not risking anything. I'm gonna go the. I'm gonna go com- completely the opposite. Well, let me think. I'm gonna. I as I mentioned earlier, my my dark horse is Carolina. So I'm gonna say the Carolina Panthers get out of the NFC and play for the Super Bowl. And by the way, I echo your statements about New Orleans. I love that city, and I have a lot of friends that live down there. We have a couple bands from there, so uh, hopefully everything yeah. is gonna be okay. I just I saw the news right before we came in to to record the show, and it looks. I mean, even though they're getting battered pretty heavy, nothing nothing horrible has happened yet. Knock on wood. So we'll we'll wish them the best and. Uh, be a fun it's a fun place to have a super bowl so i'm going to say the carolina panthers in the nfc and you know i i guess i hate i hate to do this but i'm going to actually agree with you and pick the patriots to go but i think my my dark horse even though i just don't know that that 
that they have the right quarterback. But you know that you just kind of feel the Houston Texans sooner or later are going to put it all together. But you know maybe they'll play the Patriots in the championship game. So we'll see. Yeah, no, I like the Texans a lot. I saw them play once in the preseason, and I saw them play a lot last year. I, I really like them, and, and I think uh, you know they can they can definitely move the ball on offense. <laughs> They're a really good offensive team. So um, you know I, that would be a dark horse. But the team that scares me the most, and obviously it's chalk, is I think the Steelers could be real beasts in the in the AFC this year. See, I, I um, disagree. I think the Steelers, and I, I like the Steelers, obviously. I think that they're just too old. I mean, they've looked really old in the preseason. Roethlisberger's been banged up. They got a lot of injuries. Now, again, you know, they could be like the Giants of last year where they have a bunch of injuries and they have a slow start and they pick it up at the end. But I, I think the, I think the time has finally run out on, on Pittsburgh. I think this is it. And, it. and in New England, well, I think that that's very close. I also feel that they, I think really Belichick and Brady know like this is it. Like we're either going to do it this year or they're going to have to start to to kind of rebuild and you know houston's interesting too because the south i mean you've got indianapolis who i think is going to be much improved with with andrew luck he's he's the real deal he's going to be a good quarterback but you know jacksonville and tennessee i mean neither of those teams are all i mean tennessee's okay but that's a somewhat easy division so you know houston could if they if they play well i mean they could have home field advantage through the playoffs and that would be a big key i think for them Oh yeah, that building is is crazy when it's rocking. And, and to me, I, I think Indianapolis is going to be one of the most interesting teams to watch because he, you know, if Luck's the real deal, and I think he is, I mean, he's looked good so far in in the preseason. They've still kind of torn that team apart a little bit, and they are rebuilding. So it'll be interesting to see how fast they can uh, they can put it all back together. I mean, again, you you look at model franchises in the NFL, and you know, I mentioned the Giants are one. I personally, you know, bias aside, I think the Patriots are one for what they. They've done over the past decade, but I also think the Colts are, and it wasn't just all Manning. I mean, that's a pretty well-run organization, so it'll be interesting to see how fast they can kind of put the, put it all back together for them. And unfortunately, you can never count out the Baltimore Ravens, although I don't think they're going to have enough to get in there, but they are, always are still good. But they're another one of these teams getting older. You know, that's the, kind of the interesting thing about certainly the AFC, where you have the Patriots are getting older, the Steelers are getting older, and the Ravens are getting older. Those three teams... You know they've got a year or two left before a lot of their star guys are gonna are gonna be gone. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. So, all right. So yeah, there's the pretty, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say, and Suggs is hurt now, right? He's out for a while. Yeah, and uh, and you know I kind of worry about what last year did to him. You know that was a hard pill to swallow the way they lost to the Patriots. You know and and kind of messing the time up at the end and then missed field goal. I mean those are things that you know you either feed off of and you come back much stronger the next year or or they haunt you for a long time. So it'll be be kind of interesting to see which one it is. And, and you know that's always the beauty of sports. You look at them and as you live through them, you can never say anything about them. Like when the ball went through Bill Buckner's legs, like that was a horrible thing, but you never knew that it was going to extend that curse for so long and, and you know as you live through these things you don't know and then 15 years from now they become touchstone moments that can kind of define a franchise and you don't know what that's going to be for Baltimore you don't know if it's a blip or if it's you know the Buffalo Bills right there you know when they played the Giants in the Super Bowl so um, you know to me it, what Buffalo what Baltimore does this year is going to be really interesting so baseball season is winding down and we're getting towards the end of the, uh, getting towards the end of it. Obviously, it's September, so October is just around the corner. So, who wins the World Series? 
wins of the World Series. It's, it, you know, this year it's kind of funny because they have that extra wild card in there and it opens things up a little bit. And I'm kind of a big fan. I've, I've somewhat lost my taste for baseball this year um, because the Red Sox have been so bad and they've been <laughs> such a horror show. Like, there's nothing wrong with your team being bad. Into everybody's life, a little rain must fall. But the fact that they were so dysfunctional. It's they're back to the Red Sox of, of my youth, the twenty five caps for twenty five guys. I mean, some of the things that team's done this year has just made me be ashamed to wear my Red Sox hat around. But um, but shouldn't you I was actually uh, hanging out with the Kill Switch Engaged guys last night and they're big baseball fans and Adam D is a huge Red Sox fan. And he it's kinda like you, he's got his his head down. But I, I was like, Wow, I mean they got the Dodgers to unload all those contracts. They should, and get two potential blue chip prospects in return. They, you should be happy. Oh, I am. I think that's a great deal. And you know what? Just just cut the cancer now. Like just just get it all out of there. You know. And and there's a lot of people in Boston that are saying Pedroia is next to go, and that'll make me a little sad because I've always liked the way he played. But from what I've read and some of the guys that I'm friends with in the media business that you know double dip and do some hockey and do some baseball or just baseball guys that I see occasionally, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag on him on whether he's part of the problem or part of the solution. But, you know, I, I mean, Beckett was a guy that seemed like he had to go. I mean, controversy just followed him everywhere he went when he was with the Red Sox. And kind of the last straw for me was when a lot of guys didn't show up. You know, when Johnny Pesky died, I mean, this is a guy that's, you know, synonymous with that franchise. And, you know, I was lucky enough to cover a few games uh, during my career when uh, with the Red Sox. And he would be there all the time. And he was just always so happy to be there. And, you know, he, he was a legend. And, you know, he was such a part of what that organization means. And for, for all those guys to say, oh, you know, we couldn't make it. Um, some said that they didn't know about it, which there's no way that happened. You know, some said they were at Beckett's uh, charity thing, you know, but you show up, man. It's respect. You know, you respect the, the organization you play for, even if things aren't going well. So I'm glad they're ripping that team apart because it's a disaster. And the next thing they have to do is is get rid of Bobby Valentine. He is not the answer. Um, well, that's going to happen at the end of the year, that's for sure. So I, I'm going to guess you're not going to pick the Yankees then. I see. I, I don't want to pick the Yankees because that would that would that would hurt me in my heart very much. But uh, I, I don't know what the other answer is in that in that division. I mean, in that in the American League. I mean, everybody's kind of stumbling to the wire. They ain't, for a while, I thought it was going to be the Angels. Now they can't pitch. No. The Rangers have kind of gone back and forth. You know, and then you got the wild card teams that are going at it. You know, who could, I can't believe Baltimore's in that mix. When's the last time Baltimore played an important game in, in September? And you know they're doing it now, and they're getting eleven thousand at home in Camden Yards. That's a it, to me that's a crime. You, you're finally back in your important baseball as, as summer's turning to fall, and you can't show up to support your team. And for for over a decade, you complained about how bad they were. So um, I don't know if there's another answer out of out of the American League. Um, well, see, I'm going to say I'm going to go on a limb. I mean, look, the Yankees clearly are the Yankees, but it's funny. I talked to a lot of friends of mine who are huge Yankee fans, and I say, so it's the Yankees, right? And they're like, no, you got this problem and that problem, and they're old and they're hurt and they're injured, and these guys are out. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go with. I mean, it's kind, you know, it's the fun pick. 
but they're starting to peak now. And if we look back again to what we said earlier about, you know, the Giants peaked at the right time and they won, the Kings peaked at the right time they won, I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Rays because they're playing excellent baseball right now. They're getting healthy. Longoria's back and their pitching is good. And they've been, I think they have one of the better records in the last like 30 games and they're starting to come on. Oh, they've been unbelievable. And you know what? Joe Madden's a great manager. He's one of those guys that you could pretty much put him in any sport and he would be good at managing. You know, he could be a hockey guy. He might not understand the systems and everything, but he understands guys and he makes them play. And uh, they've been really good. And I know here living in New York that a lot of Yankee fans are scared to death of the Tampa Bay uh, or the Tampa Rays. So I guess that's their official name now. Um, but they're scared to death of them. And with good reason. I mean, like you said, if you're peaking at the right time, and they're, they're a team that has a ton of talent, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, and in the National League, it's like Cincinnati's leading the Washington Nash. Who are these teams? Like, I've, Cincinnati and Washington, they, they're going to go to the playoffs. Crazy. Yeah, I love the Nats. I, I just, I kind of love their plucky attitude and, and you know, the way that, uh, uh people that follow that team have embraced the fact that they've kind of gone from uh, worst to first. And uh, I mean, the best team in uh, the best team in baseball right now. Um, but you know, they have a huge controversy on their hands and then, you know, they're going to shut down Steven Strasburg, who's been amazing. And, you know, they, they just said, Hey, we have a, uh, an end limit on him, and his long-term health is more important than one year. And, you know, he's coming off Tommy John surgery and we don't want to risk that. And people are going crazy and rightfully so, because, if you knew you were going to shut them down, why not do it backwards? You know, why not work back from the end of the season and say, okay, we don't start them at the beginning of the year, or we skip them, you know, five starts in the middle of the year, put them on the DL, whatever it is. But now here you are, the first time you're going to make the playoffs, you've got a legitimate chance to win because you're the best team in baseball, and you're going to take your star pitcher who's just been lights out all year and say, Sorry, go watch. You know, go watch from the clubhouse. What does that say to the rest of your team? No, they definitely. If they said he's out for the playoffs as well. Well, once they shut him down, they're not going to bring him back. Is my understanding of it? Wow, crazy. Because you'd, you'd think if they got, I mean, what happens if they get to the World Series? I don't know, but they said once they shut him down, he's reached his innings limit, and you know there would be no reason to bring him back. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll see how it plays out. But uh, yeah, I think I think I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Rays. That's that's my that's my weird. I've been terrible picking this year anyway, so I'm just going to pick them just for fun. And you haven't picked anybody yet, so you still have to make a decision here. Uh, Well, first of all, let me just say this. I really hope that the Pittsburgh Pirates make the playoffs this year. I love the the city of Pittsburgh. It's one of my favorite places to go. And the Pirates have been so bad for so long, and they have a chance now. They've been good for most of the year, but they're kind of struggling a little bit. But they're, you know, they're right there with the Cardinals and all those other teams. And, you know, I don't think they're going to win the World Series, but it would be cool if they could even get into that wild card because the city of Pittsburgh deserves a good baseball team, and they will support them. So I hope they make the playoffs. And then, you know, the other team that scares me in the National League is the Cardinals. They're starting to play like they played last year, and they're doing it at the right time. So there's another team that's peaking at the right time. And you know what? I'm going to say they're going to go back-to-back. Whoa! All right. Well, I think you're insane, but that's okay. We'll let you off. The, we'll let you off the hook well, this time. So you're just coming to that conclusion, Brian? Yeah. Well, I guess this is just reinforcing it. Apparently. Well, we're we're also not in my wheelhouse at all. all right, so well, you gotta you gotta take all of this with a grain of, grain of salt. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're running out of time here on this month's Metal Misconduct. We will be back next month, hopefully with Chris Mason. We're trying to set something up with him. We've been going back and forth. And of course, if you don't know Chris Mason, he is the goaltender for the St. Louis Blues, who has an incredible Eddie from Iron Maiden mask. He's, he's, he's had Eddie on his mask before, but he's got a really cool mask this year. And so it's so cool that even Iron Maiden tweeted it out. So that was pretty, pretty hip. So hopefully he'll be on with us uh, next month. We'll definitely get to get him on pretty soon. So, Yeah, no, it's a fantastic mask. It's off the Power Slave album. And, you know, he's one of those guys that just does so many cool things with his equipment. Last year he was in Winnipeg, and he, he did the fighter jet on his, on his uh, leg pads. And goalies never do that. They do, like, you know, team colors, and maybe they have, like, some sort of weird design. But he had, when you close them together, they would form the whole Winnipeg Jet logo with the fighter pad. Like, it was split in half, one, one half on each leg. And, you know, the glove and the blocker match and everything. He's a pretty artistic guy like as far as understanding that he's putting on a show as, a, as an athlete and, and really tries to push the envelope a little bit so it'll be interesting talking to him about some of his thoughts with that stuff alright everybody thanks Sean thanks for hanging out with us this month on Metal Misconduct and we will see all of you guys next month <laughs>